I know I'm too committed to the mission. I'm on it Sunday to Saturday. I know the only way to get it back is to make a move and have a strategy. I know that every time I elevate, it's a win-win for my family. I know I got a million the mentality, so a million now I gotta be. Yeah. Switched it up, I got a newer method. Bigger budget for a new investment. Niggas making history is super epic. Ain't no stopping this, my people too connected. Analyzing every loss to teach yourself a real lesson. And we started from the bottom, see me living better now, and that's a real blessing. Yeah. Today's episode is sponsored by B. Jones. B is a successful businessman and serial entrepreneur from Memphis, Tennessee. After being inspired to break into the real estate industry while working as a security guard, B has been able to completely change his life and many of the lives around him through his various business ventures, one of those being a 200K club. B really takes great pride in helping others. And if you're in need of advice, whether it be business or real estate related, you can contact B at thebjones.com. In other great news, we released the official Millionaire Mindsets merchandise. Go to mmindsetspod.com to check our exclusive new collection of hoodies, t-shirts, and sweatshirts before they sell out. We'll be releasing new merchandise regularly, so be sure to sign up for our email list to get notified when the new releases drop. And make sure you tag us on social media at mmindsetspod to get featured on our pages. Thank you for your support, and we hope you enjoyed this week's episode. This episode is sponsored by Park Hill Capital Ventures. Park Hill Capital is a multi-purpose investment firm specializing in real estate, founded by Deanna Kent and Xavier Miller. We offer several different services to educate and mentor you on how to successfully invest in real estate, no matter what your experience level is. Additionally, if you're looking for your next investment property, we can also help with that. Our team has access to deals all across the country, and we connect you with your next deal in no time. And if you have a property that you would like to sell regardless of the situation, we can work with you to get your property sold ASAP. To learn more about our services or to get started, go to www.parkhillcapitalventures.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Millionaire Mindsets Podcast. I'm your host, Xavier Miller. And today we got a uh, super dope guest. Uh, I'm glad we I'm glad we was able to get him on. We've been trying to uh, do this show for a minute, so we finally mm-hmm. we finally got him. He a real he a real real busy man, so he finally got him locked in. So this one to be a dope episode. And his name is Brian Robinson, aka the infamous CPA. He's a uh, wealth coach, real estate investor, co-host of the Double Up podcast, credit credit repair specialist, and a CPA. So welcome to the show, bro. Man, thank you for having me, bro. Like, yeah, we definitely been trying to get this going for a while. I swear it had to be like fall of last year. I was supposed to hop on after my rehab finished. I don't know what happened, but uh, definitely glad to be on, bro. Um, Love the podcast. Love everything you and Deanna are doing. And salute to y'all. Top 50 business uh, podcast. Like, y'all killing it. Love the new graphics, bro. Like, man, keep inspiring the community. Like, I see every day. People are up just from tuning in to the podcast, up 10, 20 bands. Like, it's ridiculous <laughs> influence, bro. Like, now, people crazy. really, really got me in their mindsets now. Yeah, that's crazy, bro. That's crazy. It's so, it's so crazy, man. It's like, we all doing that. What y'all are doing with Double Up uh, Podcast, same thing. Like, we all making an impact, which is well needed. Because, like, it ain't never been a time in history where you could just – Listen to conversations of people that's doing business, big business, and you right there. You could be like a fly on the wall. This is like never before in history. So this opportunity, a lot of people taking advantage of it. So it's like, 
Man, I'm I'm super appreciative of it. And uh, I forgot Chicago native. I love Mr. Native. I get somebody yeah, from yeah. Chicago native on. But uh, just getting right into it. So just for the people who don't know who you are, do, do you mind just giving a background on yourself? Like every, cause you got you got a lot going on, man. You doing a lot of dope shit. You killing it right now. But just like give us a background. How all this start? Okay, so um, grew up in the south suburbs of Chicago. Uh, my story is similar to a lot of people's stories where, you know, I grew up in a low-income background. Um, my mom was very materialistic, and since we and we didn't really have a lot of money, she would kind of finesse and make sure we always had the nicest clothes, shoes, whatever. So growing up, you know, when I got my first job working at Cobras as a cashier, my money was going right out the door just like hers was. You know, I'm buying all the Jordans, I'm buying all the clothes, and now my inner happiness uh, was kind of based on material materials. Um, so I went through this whole like personal development phase of my life where I realized that, you know, I lacked confidence. Um, I was kind of a little bit shy and I lacked certain skills. Like I wasn't the best communicator. I wasn't the best leader, but I told myself I'm about to go all in. So I stayed home um, for a year after college, went to a community college and I just got my mind right. You know, I started reading books, started eating a little bit healthier, and then I just funneled all that into my college experience. So I studied accounting at Northern Illinois University um, in DeKalb, Illinois, and the personal development, it just, it just continued. You know, I started being strategic about who I was hanging around, what value they can provide in my life, and I became really selfish with my time because I realized that you know, even though at heart, you know, I love helping people. I feel like that's what I'm placed on this earth to do. But I realized that I can't help them to the best of my abilities if I don't take time out to cultivate my skills and become the best man that I could be. Um, so I always tell people, go in, go all in on your personal development first. Because when you're trying to get money, your income is only going to grow to the extent that you can. So you got to, you can't skip that step. That step is major, majorly important. Um or your personal, the personal things you lack or you weak at are going to spill over into your business, your business life or your professional life or et cetera, et cetera. Uh, so after, after I graduated college, I started working full time. Um, after I got my CPA, I started working full time as an auditor for one of the big four accounting firms. Um, and then I realized that I didn't know shit about financial literacy you know, budgeting, credit, none of that. Like I graduated 7K in debt, uh, had multiple collections on my credit report. Credit score was like 580. So I went all in on kind of learning basically the credit basics. And that led me to, you know, starting my own credit repair company as well as becoming a certified credit specialist. So I'm like, if I don't know this and I'm like, you know, the head of my family when it comes to like finances, because I'm a CPA, I'm like, I'm sure, you know, a ton of my cousins, you know, my immediate family, they don't know this either. So right. I went all in on credit, was able to get my credit score over 700 in like six months. Um, and then from there, I taught myself basically how to budget, you know, investing in real estate, et cetera, et cetera. So now, you know, I purchased a duplex in Chicago, uh, have 16 rental cars. You know, I just started, just recently started an investment club looking to do my first two flips this year, um, and what else? I don't even know. I feel like I and started the Double Up podcast to connect with like-minded individuals as well to just give a voice to um, or share content that 
a lot of people in Chicago aren't really privy to because that's my main market. Um, so yeah, that's a little bit about a little bit of background about myself. Wow, man, you just said a lot and a lot yeah, of powerful, a, lot. <laughs> a lot of powerful, dope stuff though. And something that I want to talk about real quick that you spoke on, how you said you was kind of uh, you were shy early on, kind of low confidence. And I, I talked to a lot of people, and they, a lot of people struggle with that. But mm -hmm. like what you said, when I caught on to something that you said, you said that you started increasing your skill set and like, you know what I'm saying, fixing your mind and shit like that. And I feel like a lot of people, they don't, they don't, they try to look for other keys, but like, that's really the answer for real. Like, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Other people try to like, try to do a lot of other shit. But when you increase your skill sets and get your mind right, but like you said, your confidence is naturally going to like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? You don't have to get some confidence about yourself and feel like some self-worth and self-value. So I think that was super powerful just like saying that. That was dope, bro. No, I appreciate it. And I, I just tell people that all the time because like we have a really, like our, our, our generation especially, we have a real big struggle with uh, like depression and suicide and, and the like. And it all stems from like our confidence. Like we get sucked into social media and, you know, uh, pocket watching and people going on trips and, you know, wanting our life to be, a certain way at certain periods of time in this microwave society wanting things to come so instant that if you focus on all of that and not running your own race it's so easy to slip into depression um things of that nature because it's so it's so many examples like everybody put all their highlights on social media so it's so easy to just be scrolling like damn i want to do this he doing that well i'm not doing that and you can do that for hours on hours and forget what you was even supposed to be doing. Uh, that's why I say you got to be secure personally first, especially from a confidence standpoint, because that confidence, that's going to get you further than a lot, pretty much everything else. You, if you got that confidence, you're resilient, right. you're an action taker, like that's key. And you disciplined too, like that's, that's a lethal combo. Lethal combo, bro. And uh, something I want to talk about, because you like you talked about owning a property and you house, you house hack, right? Yep. Oh, yeah. So, like, I talk to a lot of people about real estate and, like, doing my uh, consultants and stuff. And, like, a lot of people that's – because, you know, I best out of stay on the best of California because this shit right. is stupid. So, I, I be, I, but I be telling people, I'm like, yo, like, if I, me personally, if I was in California, I would definitely be house hack. And I, like, advise everybody to start there. What mm -hmm. you doing? You, you doing it. Like, what made you – what made you go there wrong? How, is it, how has it been working with, for you? Yeah, so the main thing that made me go that route is I didn't want to pay rent no more. I'm like, I was paying maybe, well, I was living uh, with my girl at the time, so we were splitting, but I was still paying maybe like $900 a month. Granted, that's not a ton of money. Um, it was still at the time maybe, you know, 30% of my income. That's what I found, like, a lot of people is what's called rent burden, where they're paying like 30% of their income for housing costs. And then um, it was a study done in 2018 that said 50% of people in the U.S. are rent burdened. And of that 50%, 25% are severely rent burdened, which means that 50% or more of their income is going towards housing costs. So I figured like, damn, if I can free up 30% of my income, uh, and on top of that, I'm getting additional income because I'm actually cash flowing while I'm living there. And then on top of that, you know, I'm getting equity appreciation because one, I did a Rolex income to next investment, whatever that may be. Um, so it's been a great process thus far. 
and just getting into like the numbers of it. You know, I bought my property for 139, put 52 into it. So I was all in a little bit under 191K. Um, and then it should appraise for at least 260. So I'm I'm in the process right now doing a cash out refinance. So I'm gonna pull out 80% of that 260, which is about 208. And then um, I owe like 190 right now. So I should be able to get at least 18K back. And I only put down the 7,500 down payment. So it's like, this is gonna be a huge win. Um, and then right now I'm cash flowing 300 while I'm house hacking. Once I move out, I'm gonna Airbnb out this basement. You don't even need a multi-unit though. You can get a single family, rent out the rooms, Airbnb. You can get a multi-family. Like it's a, a ton of ways to get creative, creative with it. And there's a lot of down payment assistance programs where you don't got to come out of the pocket that much. Like I know people who uh, they put 0% down. Um, so one thing I would advise people to look into this company called NACA, N-A-C-A. Um, they take care of most of your closing costs. You don't got to put down a down payment. The only thing I think you pay for is your appraisal, your inspector. Um, and I think it might be like your origination fee or something like that. But one of my friends is going through the process now. She's about to get a multi-unit put down two grand. She's been like, she about to put down like two grand. And I'm like, what? I wish I would have went through the program, but I got fraternity brothers. They went through it. Um, the only thing, it takes time. Like it's a little bit lengthy. Like to get approved, it probably take, it took her about nine months, but it's worth it. Cause not only is the down payment super low, the interest rates are crazy low as well. And you have the option to buy down the interest rate even further. So she's she's probably gonna get an interest rate of like 2.75% or something, something super low. Uh, now house hacking is definitely the move. Yeah, it's, de it's definitely the move, man. I, like I said, I, t I try to tell, I'm like, if you're gonna start, if you can, the city you in, if you can afford the way you where you at, start that way, bro. Mm -hmm. Man, cut that cutting that rent out is major. Like you like how you Definitely. spoke on most people spend majority of their money on rent. So if you can mm -hmm. cut that expense, man, you can change your whole situation, bro. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like no bullshit. So I wanna I, de I definitely wanted people uh to hear that. And something something that you spoke on, you said you had you said sixteen rental cars, right? Yeah. So Right, so you you said that, and I know some people might be hearing that, and they be like, "Rental cars." Oh, is he, did he mean property or he mean car? Like, what the fuck he mean sixteen? Right. Like, what's a rental car? What do you mean by that? So, if people that's not aware of that industry or aware of that at all, like, just explain that. Yeah. So, first and foremost, the rental car uh, industry is like a billion dollar industry, and it's crazy because you know you will come across so many industries that you know are not basically not a, not talked about a lot um like on the, the black man building wealth conference earlier we was talking about vending machines how that's a billion dollar industry i think you had someone on the podcast that said that as well and i'm like you know we walk past vending machines every day we don't even peep game um but the rental car industry is very similar where it's low-key where essentially you have a ton of these platforms that allow individuals to either rent out their personal car for extra cash flow or purchase vehicles solely to rent out. So I leverage this platform called Hire Car. And Hire Car rents solely to Uber and Lyft drivers. And it's dope because, you know, the demand is super high, especially in these big markets. You know, 
uh, since I'm in Chicago, you know, the downtown area is always popping. So my drivers, you know, they make a ton of money. Um, but I look at it as like a partnership where you're basically partnershiping, you basically form a partnership with the platform as well as your partnership with the renters where, you know, they make money, the platform makes money, you make money, you provide the car, the renter uses it to do Uber and Lyft, they're able to feed their families off that, um, they pay you as well. So it's a whole economy where it's sort of like Airbnb for cars. Um, that's how I kind of look at it. But it's a super lucrative business, uh, kind of similar to mobile homes in terms of like return on investment, because you can put up 1500 max investment in a, uh, a rental car. And that includes, you know, your down payment, getting your LLC, the down payment for insurance, getting your Uber and Lyft inspection, um, and maybe even including an, a car or just a general car inspection, like a 150 point inspection to make sure the car is in working order. You know, you put up 1500 and if you're cash flowing, you could easily cash flow $500 a month and get your initial investment back in three months. So like, you know, you most well at three months, that's like what, a 400% return over a year, a year period. It's, it's kind of ridiculous. Um, so I basically started the rental car business to fund my duplex purchase. At first I was going to save the slow way. I'm like, I got this whole plan. I'm about to save, you know, 10K over a year. I'm like, man, that's taking too long. I'm impatient. Yeah, so I started this and I saved it up in like three, four months. And I'm like, okay. But at first it was just a means to basically purchase real estate. But now I have it built out to where, you know, I have a whole team partner with 600 individuals. And now we're running like an actual business. Uh, so now we got 16 cars and we're just forming strategic partnerships with dealerships at this point to start acquiring more. Um, but no, I definitely made a super detailed course on it because I want to see everybody win. And I'm like, people need to increase their incomes relatively quickly um, instead of focusing on long-term investments right now. So this is a great way for them to get in with a low cost of entry and then uh, use that money for other means. Man, you, you that's so, that's, man, bro, that's so, uh, that's so real because like you just said, a lot of times when, when, when people got a goal in mind, right, they be like, like you said, they want to do something, but it's like buy a car, a new crib, or whatever the fuck it is. They be like, oh, I'm going to get this, I'm going to say X amount of dollars in this year. When your mentality really should be, oh, how can I make X amount? Instead of just waiting to say that, let me go out to trying to make this so I can mm-hmm. do it way faster. If you have a 12-month goal, if you really going after it, you can limit that to three, four months. It'd be like, boom, why you still been saving money? So it's like that whole that being able to switch that mentality is the most important part instead of just waiting on money. And I talk about that a lot. Instead of just waiting on money or waiting to get paid, having that mentality like, no, I'm going to go after it. I ain't about to wait for 10000 I'm about to make 10000 within the next month. Well, at least I'm going to try. If I don't get to ten, you might get to 6000 That's 6000 you ain't have. Exactly, so that, that flip of mentality, that's like, that's so key right there that I want people to understand. Because like, if you just decided to wait, like how you said you was doing, bro, like what would you even you like what would you be right now? Exactly. I might not even <laughs> got it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So that's Joe, that, that's that's real, bro. So um like to the to the uh rental car thing. So is it cause it sounds fairly simple. And I know you got the course on it, so I don't want you to give away all the games. Just for those that's listening, go get this course. I caught this course last week, and like he said, it's fully detailed, a lot of gems. If you like it's a way to make money. So if you're serious about your money, trying to make some extra money, 
go by the course and, and l- learn the game. But, but so it's simple, basically. Mm-hmm. So, because you know, when people hear things, it's always like, and you know how people like, especially us, we like, yeah. hey, you got to be cautious though. Yeah, you got exactly. to. Yeah, you know, we like, bro, ain't no way, ain't no way it's that easy a lot of times. But it's like, it, like you said, similar to Airbnb. Airbnb, a simple process as well, for real. Mm-hmm. All it is is find, 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 finding a, a property that you're interested in and that's the, a place that's within the sub lease. So that's that's real interesting, bro. Like like you said, that industry really not talked about. Like you, the first person I really heard talking about this mm-hmm. car rental stuff. When yeah. I said like tweeting about it and talking about, it, I'm like, damn, I don't know, I don't know why I ain't never think of this before. Mm-hmm. Like honestly, like I didn't believe it at first either, bro. Like it took me a couple of months to actually get it going because my friend he brought it to me, one of my CPA buddies, and he's like, yeah, it's super profitable, blah blah blah. And I'm like, running out cars to Uber and Lyft drivers. What? What do you mean? Um, and he showed me the platform. I'm like, okay, this sounds dope. I'm not finna do that though. Um, so I <laughs> sat on it. I sat on it. And then um, I hit busy season in my job working as a CPA. So I'm doing like 70, 80 hour weeks. I'm not even touching my car. Like they paying for dinners. We're working seven days a week. Like um, my bus stop was right across the street from my apartment. So I ain't touched my car. For like four months and i'm like bro i'm not gonna keep paying this high car note this high insurance um so i literally all i did i took my car because i already had it i went and got an uber and lyft inspection i put it on the higher car platform and i made on my first rental it was a 36 day rental i made 1200 um in that time period and i'm like all i had to do was pay 40 dollars for this inspection three weeks later i got another car and then i just kept kept getting cars kept getting creative with the financing and the rest was history. I'm like, at first I'm like, bro, it can't be this easy. Uh, <laughs> but of course, there was hiccups along the way, like growing pains. Um, but I didn't start off with a blueprint like I'm giving out now. So now my hope is that everybody who takes the course and actually takes it seriously and applies the lessons, like you can grow and scale way, way faster than I did. And then your operations are going to be so much smoother because you know what to look for. And I think that's what's great about the internet nowadays. Like you can shortcut the learning process or shortcut the, the growing pains. Like you can learn from other people's mistakes uh, and you can get a high, high ROI off of it. Like just with the same thing with like Tide's options course. But some people paying a hundred dollars for the course and they making 300 in their first trade. I'm like, bro, what is crazy? Exactly. Crazy. <laughs> Man, that's, Cause that's that's why that's why we talk so much about increasing your skill set, bro. Cause mm-hmm. it's like when you keep increasing your skill set, you really ain't got gonna have to worry about the money like that. Cause yeah. the money, gonna, making the money is gonna be the easy part. All you gotta do is apply mm-hmm. the skills that you know. So for the people that's listening to this and they thinking like, cause you know people, some people hear conversations like this and they be like, man, they captain. Ain't no way. It's like. Ain't no way, cause they just can't see it, cause they can't do it themselves, so they can't even see that outside of themselves. Like, man, how you can, how can y'all make money just from like y'all ideas and strategizing like that? And that just come from increasing your skill set, bro. Like, mm-hmm. get those skills. The information is out. Like, bro, you on Twitter talking about car rental service? We at a time right now that's so crazy. Like, there's no excuses, bro. Like, uh, on uh the black uh the black men building web conference today, somebody was like. What if I don't have the, I was talking about investing out of state. And they was like, what if I don't have the, the network 
to invest in this thing. I'm like, bro, to be honest with you, Eddie, you ain't got no excuse, bro. I'm like, yeah, you can, even if you're not active on social media, you can hop on Facebook. You ain't got to post, just interact, just say something, you know what I'm saying, DM somebody. There's no excuse, bro. Like, we had a crazy time. So just seeing stuff like this, it's crazy. It's crazy for real, bro. It's, it's really it is. Crazy. It I used to be the same way with, like, long-distance real, real estate investing. I'm like, bro, what? You live in Cali? You investing in Detroit? You don't even see the property? That shit, like, it's, it's always scary at first. And I feel like with most people, you just got to do it once. You get that one, that one out the way, bro. It's really a confidence. That's all it is. It's a confidence yeah. thing. But over time, as you continue to do stuff that, you know, stretch your comfort zone, it becomes easier and easier to continually to grow uh, your income and grow personally well. Because now it's really like a muscle. That's all it is. It's like working out. Uh, but you said you flexing your, I guess, fear muscle or whatever. Yeah. Now you're just less fearful. No, um, for real. That's real. Yeah. That, man, that's so real, bro. That first time. When you do it that first time, it's all in need, bro. You be mm -hmm. like, when you do it that first time, your first thought be like, man, I should have been start doing this. Exactly. Like, dang, why was not doing this before? So that's why I be telling people, like, yo, stop waiting. Because when you do it, you're going to be mad at yourself. Like, man, I waited mm -hmm. two years. Scared of what? Like, I mean, I'm like, worst case scenario, even if everything goes bad, at least you know now. Like, all right, this is not for me. You could choose that if you want to. Like, all right, I know now this ain't for me. I, at least you ain't regretting like, what if, what if, what if, forever. At least you know. So yeah, that's 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 major, bro. And uh, something else I want to talk to you about was being a CPA. Like like you just said, busy season. I know that's crazy. Like, mm -hmm. how do you, how beneficial do you think that that's been for you? Just being like an entrepreneur, just on your own business stuff. How beneficial like knowing that stuff been to you? Man, it's been super beneficial. Um, so from a taxes standpoint, like if I wanted to, I can do my own taxes. Like I can evaluate, you know, different investments from a tax savings standpoint. Uh, so it's super helpful in that regard. But I think the biggest thing it has, the biggest advantage it has gave me is analysis, uh, you know, deal analysis. You know, I'm able to build out certain tools and you'll see that with the rental car and the house hacking course. Like my tools are official. Like it's so easy for me to, standardize the process to analyze an investment uh, and then i have all the background knowledge of you know how to analyze cash on cash return you know that service that service coverage ratio um etc cetera, etc cetera. and i'm only you know getting better at that as we as time goes by so really the deal analysis piece is like the best part to me uh, i'm able to do my own income statements like i'm able to get very detailed to see you know what's what's what are my um what are my kpis etc cetera, etc cetera. like that's probably the biggest thing he has taught me like i'm a numbers guy i love being the number in numbers um so that ensures that i'm making money because i always you know do my analysis so being a cpa it has paid a ton of dividends and the only thing i would change like if i could go back i probably would be a cpa and a lawyer uh Cause then I get to you know write my own contracts, et cetera, et cetera. Um, oh, that's that's the only thing I would change, bro. I feel like that's the that's the dailyest combo. You a CPA, you know you you know you know the tax part, and you can structure deals from a legal standpoint. Like you can't be touched. That's it's crazy. Yeah. Um, now being a CPA is definitely super beneficial. Yeah, that's the least. That's it is a lethal combo, bro. And uh, like, what you working with? Uh, you said I know you said you worked with a lot of like big companies and stuff like that. So you see yeah. 
Japan, what's going on, like general mistakes, all kinds of stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I want to ask you, what do you think? Hmm, I'm trying to think of the way to word this. As far as independent people that got their own business compared to like the big business and stuff, what do you think is the different? The I can't even say the word right. The difference, and what is the the big mistakes that the common mistakes that you see people make with their own business that these other businesses not doing that they correcting? Man, honestly, um, a lot of small business from what I see, they just don't have the time to do everything the way they should be. Um, so in terms of, you know, small business owners relative to these corporations, small business owners, they tend to do everything themselves. They don't build out a team at the onset, um, at the beginning of the business. And that's where companies kind of, you know, really got them beat because companies, they have a lot of talented as people where they're leveraging all of their time where entrepreneur and I kind of got sucked into this as well, where, you know, I'm making my own social media content, you know, I'm doing all the consultations, I'm investing a ton of my time. Uh, I mean, your time can only go so far. So that's really the major thing that stops and inhibits a lot of people from growing because they focus on doing things that pretty much doing everything. And a lot of what they're doing, a lot of what they're doing are not income generating activities. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you can focus on income generating activities, you know, you outsource to your graphic design, you're outsourcing uh, basically all the things that other people can do that you don't necessarily need to focus on. That's where a lot of small businesses lack relative to corporations. So it's really from a structuring standpoint. Um, so then when it comes to the numbers, they're not able to even see what value this particular task is adding to the business because they don't have time to stop and think, uh, especially when a lot of people are nine to five entrepreneurs, like they have a nine to five and they're entrepreneur on the side. It becomes really tough unless you know, you create a product where you're taking that time element out of it. Um, And that's something I recently experienced with the courses. Like now, you know, I have the capital. I took the, I'm taking my time out of that, that transaction. um, And now I can invest, you know, and hire a graphic designer to run my social media, et cetera, et cetera. Um, That's, that's really the biggest thing that I've seen. Um, That was really trickled down to everything else because then it hurts your bottom line because you know you're spending all your time um, focused on those menial tasks or whatever. So now your income potential is much much lower. Uh, so I always say leverage VAs as early on as possible. Make sure you're documenting everything in your business. Like if you're doing something for the first time, document the process of exactly how you're doing it, how you want it done, um, and then if you look over it. Uh, at another point in time how you can make it better so you always just want to keep keep those notes so you can outline processes and a lot of people you know always say or Todd always says like you know get started and get fancy later but you can start creating systems early on to remove yourself from the business like you're going to be able to grow and scale much much faster Uh, so it's definitely it's definitely beneficial to take time out your day to you know, create some processes um, and start investing early on. And don't take any money out of the business early on either. Like you should always have any business always have a holding period. So like if I'm if I'm partnering up with somebody, we go buy a car. I'm like, hey, we got at least a you know 
a three to six month holding period where nobody's getting paid. Like everything's being either reinvested or it's going to um, our reserves. So always have a holding period. Don't take money out the business. Like make those investments early on. Like even though it's going to be a growing pain, like because you're not seeing any of that income, it's definitely going to be worth it down the line. Mm, yeah, I, I like that, bro. Because uh, what I take from that really is like the difference is these big companies ain't scared to spend money. Yeah, they not. Right. Yeah, yeah they money. I tell you, bro. <laughs> it's right, and some people might hear that and be like, uh, "Well, of course, because they making they they making a lot of money, so of course they ain't scared to spend." But you got to remember that these big companies they wasn't always there though. Mm-hmm. They get you know what I'm saying they got there spending money. So a lot of times, like I see a lot of uh, a common mistake I see with uh, entrepreneurs is that part being scared to spend money. They just look at everything like a bill. Like, man, I'm gonna have to do this. I gotta pay this person. I gotta pay somebody. No, nah, I'm gonna just do it myself. But like you said, time the most important part, bro. You need your time. All the time you're spending on doing this small, minuscule stuff, you could have been doing something that's gonna be generating the big bucks. So you're doing the small stuff where you could just pay somebody to do it. So you can't really look at everything as a bill. You gotta look at it as a scaling expense. Like if I pay somebody to do this, this is gonna help on this end. I gotta free up some time to do this big part. So yeah, that's yeah, that's I feel like that's the most important part. I see it all the time, bro. We know people that's running their business that's doing every spectrum. Like, no, nah, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna cut costs, cutting expense. Like, bro, you ain't got, bro, you ain't gonna have no time to scale your business, bro. You staying stagnant. So that's that's so real. Them big companies, bro, they ain't scared. They don't be scared mm-hmm. at all, bro. I swear to God. And it's <laughs> funny. It's funny that we we have that mindset because I had that mindset too. Where these contractors, they'll play you so much. And I'm like, bro, I'm handy. Like, I can do it myself. <laughs> I did this with some drywall in my bathroom like a month or two, like two months ago, bro. I regretted the hell out of that. I'm like, bro, I should have paid somebody. <laughs> I'm like, I did drywall before, bro, but this t- took two days. Yeah. I, was, I, couldn't, I ain't get no work done. Yeah. I'm like, bro, I learned my lesson. I ain't, do- I ain't doing it no more. But it's funny because we think that's like a boss attitude. It's like, right. fuck it, I'm like, bro, that's not what bosses do. Bosses delegate. They delegate. delegate. That's what bosses do. They delegate, bro. They, they delegate, yeah. They feel that time. Yeah, that's so real. Like, we really think, like, coming up, we really think, like, no, a boss going to do it all. A boss going to do this. That's like, no, nah, bro. Real bosses, like, that upper echelon level, with CEOs running big corporations, mm-hmm. bro, they, the, as far as the minuscule work, they're not doing none of that stuff, bro. Mm-hmm. Everything is delegated. You just come to them when it's a real problem. If something really need to be handled, big decisions need to be made, all right, cool. But other than that, it's like systemized. No need for no little BS. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's true, bro. Mm-hmm. So I definitely want the people to hear that. Yeah, and I was going to say, the last thing I add to that is, bro, you really should, um, for everybody listening, like pay attention to how people move. Like, one thing I really do, I people watch. Like, I'm paying attention to, you know, what works on Twitter, what works on Instagram, like, different strategies. I'm paying attention to, you know, how even the CEO of, like, the company I work for, how he moves. Like, bro, it's, it's crazy to learn so much just from just from peeping, um, just from peeping how people move. So when you get out of your phone, you know, get out of social media and actually pay attention to what's going on, or leverage social media for that particular purpose, where you can learn so much. It's like, it really becomes a course in its own where, you know, you're taking notes, like you're taking notes, like, okay, 
That's how that's how he did that. Why he put that way? Okay, I might be on the ass about it. Uh, <laughs> like, et cetera, et cetera. Like, bro, these tools we have at our disposal is like, man, it's so powerful. Like, you, it, it's really, it's really hard to um, put numbers to it. Like, place a price on it. Like, really, social media, honestly, is is really priceless. And once you really start to be able to leverage it, man, like, it's, it's really no limit to what you can do. Bro, priceless, man. And like how Andre was saying earlier, especially when it comes to social media, before you ask, give. Like, so many yeah. people try to ask for stuff first. Like, as soon as they mm-hmm. get on social media talking to people, they ask for something. Can you do this for me? Can you do this? Can I have this? That's that. But you ain't giving nothing. You ain't you ain't gave them no reason to want to, for them to give yep. you. So before you ask, like Andre said, give. Give, give, mm-hmm. give, give first. And then you ask. That's how you get stuff done, not the yeah. other way around at all. But yeah, that's 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 cold. People don't even they don't even be saying hello nowadays. Bro. Like people go, they jump right into it. <laughs> I be like, damn, bro. <laughs> like, and you be thinking, I'll be thinking, I'm missing the message. Like, hold on, <laughs> missing the first message. Like, my, my phone tripping. And they're like, nah, ain't no first message. This is straight how they dropped in the inbox. Like, like what? And then some people, some people be trying to do reverse psychology and shit. They be like, I bet you gonna tell me how to do this. Like <laughs> <Hey>, what? <laughs> hey, I ain't get that one yet. I ain't get bro, that. You get that, bro? Like, you're right. You're right. Like, what are you talking about, bro? It's, it's, it's crazy, man. It's, it, it get it get weirder and weirder, bro. You gonna you, somebody? I yeah, that's hilarious. I guarantee you, you gonna get that DM this year. <laughs> you gonna be like, man, he told me that somebody's gonna DM. I bet you gonna. I bet you gonna do it. Dude, that is hilarious. <laughs> um, <laughs> man, I'll always say too with DMs, like if you have a product or you have a skill, flex that skill. Like I was telling my homie, he does graphic design. When I tell you, he's cold at graphic design. I said, bro, stop going on entrepreneurial pages. Create, create free flights for him. Send it to him. And be like, shit, if you want, you like them, you want more, like let's work together. Like you could leverage that. Super easy. Now you providing value up front, or if you got a service, you got a course. Trade your course, trade your service for you know knowledge that you want from another individual, and y'all can form a mutually beneficial partnership or um, or a transaction. Like you got to leverage your skills. That's why it's important to really focus on your skills. And I think you talk about this all the time. Like where you, I think you said something where you were like, um, if you young don't really know what to do. Like stack your bread and stack your skills. I think you yeah. said something like that. So skills. And I'm like, I wholeheartedly believe in that, bro. Because this is like, the more skills you have, the more value you can add, not only to you know your immediate circle, but to the whole community. The community bro. The world. Like even like, exactly. like what you just said with your friend. Like that, bro. That's exactly how we got the new cover design for the podcast, bro. Like somebody literally DM me. He DM me that cover. I never talked to this dude before in my life. Yeah. Mind you, we've been looking for a new cover for the longest, but it's mm-hmm. like hard finding a good graphic design that you like. Yeah, it is. So he just DM me that out the blue. I'm like, oh, I'm like, yo, this is hard. So I'm immediately mm-hmm. looking at it. I'm like, yo, this. Is, I'm like, yo, this is dope. I'm like, I think I'm gonna use it. He like, yeah. So he gave it to me, and then I'm like, matter of fact, because I'm the type of person like, if you send me something and I like it, I'm like, I want to compensate you because I'm like, you ain't yeah, exactly. I'm like. How much you charge for stuff like this usually? He tell me it's he tell me. I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm like, what's your cash out? I paid him. And that's mm-hmm. like, I wasn't looking for him. He came, exactly. just dropped it in. So for mm-hmm. like you said, for people that's listening and they be 
Like, man, I ain't got nobody rocking with me. I'm trying to get people. Sometimes you just got to bump, like, just, like, go at people. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, vote guard them. Like, hey, look at this. And if they, right. <laughs> if they like it, they're going to be like, damn, I might want to I wanna do some work with you. If not, so be it. But at least you at least you tried. They're just waiting, waiting on people to come to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And uh, something that you said earlier, I feel like it's very important. And when you said document everything, and you said like process, even when you first doing it. But I know, I feel like sometimes people struggle where they don't even know like what that means or how to or how to even do that. Like mm-hmm. especially new business owners, it's like okay, how do I document correctly? So for people that got to ask, ask a question like that, what's what's your response to that? So um, I typically I typically use like so you got to be organized first and foremost. You got to organize your notes. So if I'm doing like, let's get an example. If it's a real estate business, right? And I'm trying to train somebody on how to like call call a lead or whatever, or if I'm doing wholesaling or something like that, you know, I'm probably, I don't want to reinvent the wheel. So I'm going to have a script. I'm going to have a script. I'm going to iron out a script uh, and kind of go from there. So now the script is the process. So now you're just following the script at that point. Or, you know, if you have, a business that do cleaners or something like that, like you doing the accounting, like you outline the, the money accounting process. Okay, you know, this is the spreadsheet that I download from um, download from this accounting software. This is how I formulate it, blah, blah, blah. Like you can record videos. Um, you can do, it's a ton of things that you can do. But a lot of times um, you can use Google Forms as well. Like I use that a lot um, where essentially, you can outline the process in there and have people just submit info and it'll load into a spreadsheet like you really just got to pay attention to what you're doing um and actually think about why you're doing it that way <laughs> like and then that's how you get to designing the whole process so it's not just a matter of doing things uh taking notes on it and hoping it stick it's like okay i'm thinking about doing so and so um this is my desired end goal how can I reverse engineer to get to that point in the most efficient way possible? Mm. And then now your brain is working. You just outline the process around that and just make sure you're detailing, you know, that whole thought process. Cause people, people honestly sell that. Like I came across a course the other day where somebody was selling like their whole, you know, process for creating a course. And it was like, that's dope because a lot of people need to be able to formulate, formulate their ideas in a very organized, detailed manner. And when you can do it like that, it makes everything so much easier. It's just like writing an essay. You know, if you write that outline at first, you're going to be able to write that essay um, uh, think as you go. Right. No, that, no, no, that's real, bro. Like, that we're just reverse engineering process. That's so major for people. Just, just knowing that. But, like, a lot of a lot of us, especially entrepreneurs, a lot of us we ain't had no blueprint before us for real. Yeah, you know I'm saying we just going into it and be mm-hmm. like, all right, man, we gonna see, we gonna figure it out, we gonna see what works. But sometimes right. having that blueprint, especially knowing how processes work, how to run processes, bro, that's bro, that's priceless. Yeah. Like this, that's gonna save that save you so much money and most importantly time. It saved me so much time, bro. Like just knowing how to set up the. But I feel like. What a lot of people also miss out on is just talking to people, like yeah. asking people beforehand, like, hey, so you do this or you do something similar. What's your process is like? What's your systems like? Mm-hmm. 
most people would tell you if you ask. Yeah. They're they gonna be like, I'll do this. Especially if they if they wanna see if they wanna see you win, they're gonna be like, Hey, do this, do that. No, mm-hmm. don't do that. You know what I'm saying? Now you got an idea, like people gotta stop going into business just with no like no advice from people, not asking people questions. Right, yeah. Or like, why would you like what you what you you know, especially us dudes, we be so damn prideful. Yeah, we do. Um, yeah. You know, we uh, I don't want to feel like he above me or something like you know how you know how dudes is the ego be so crazy sometimes. But you gotta when it comes to business especially and, and you trying to grow, you gotta you gotta kill that ego. That should be the it'll be the end of you, bro. Yeah, it'll be the end of you. And uh, I want you to I want you because you spoke on you just started an investment club recently, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I, that bro, that's major, man. That's ma- like you doing a you doing a lot of stuff, and I love like to big up people because I feel like. Within our within our community or whatever you want to call it, because it's like you, you it's like a corner of us that's like all doing stuff and yeah. people put, put their own little name on it. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of us sometimes we forget like how major it is, like the stuff we're doing, like how big that is, like how major it is. We kind of forget sometimes. So sometimes you need somebody to tell you, like, yo, yeah. that's because like uh, to be honest, like when when I got in the, when we got ranked top fifty podcast, where I literally didn't really think somebody was telling me they showed me. I'm like, yeah, it's, they they like, nah, bro, that's major. I'm like, <laughs> I'm thinking like, it's like, bro, but like with the stuff you doing with the car, like all, like, bro, that's major investment club now. That's major, bro. I'm gonna tell you that, so don't yeah, think. I like, appreciate it. Yeah, don't think like you. That's small or that's little or that's that's some major stuff right there, bro. But yeah, I just want you to talk about the what the uh, investment club. Yeah. Um, but first, before I hop in that, no, nah, I think you just brought up a great point because. We tend to get so focused in, you know, the every day that we forget to kind of smell the roses. Like, damn, a lot of us, we be doing some dope shit. Like, it's okay to clap it up. Of course, we got, you know, goals that's, you know, 100 times what we're doing right now. But, shit, we making progress every day. Uh, yeah, so it's definitely dope to reflect day in and day out. Um, and I got that hustle journey, hustle journal. They just sent that over. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, it's great. I got to start using this every night uh, to reflect at least. Um, but no, definitely, definitely. That's dope, like reflecting every night. But getting into the investment club, essentially what I did was I got 10 different businesses together. Um, most of them I have equity in. And we're all basically pulling resources to purchase real estate. Um, so I, I, the way I structured it, I have a GPL pre-structure, general partner, limited partner, where the 10 businesses are limited partners. And then I have four partners where we're going to be the, the general partners or the management. Um, so essentially each business contributes $300 a month, um, towards our fund. And we're about to start looking for our first flip. So, um, it's a great way, you know, I got my family involved. We have a family LLC and I have a couple of LLCs with different friends and other partners. And we all just trying to basically build wealth together. So my plan is, you know, over a year period, you know, each each LLC contributes 3,600. But, you know, we do two flips and we net 35 a piece. That's 70K. Um, you know, you invest 3,600 and you got an equity percentage in 70K. Like that's 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 a great investment, um, especially since each business owns 10%. So that's like, you know, 3,600 investment, you just made, you know, 7K. That's a great ROI uh, yeah, over, over over 100% or just under 100%. Um, so that's that's kind of the function for it. 
But the reason was the reason for it because I had a lot of people that wanted to invest in real estate, but they didn't necessarily, you know, have the means to do it right now. And they was just going to play the waiting game. I'm like, why don't we just all group up? Like, there's right. no point, no point of waiting when we can all group up and we can spread around the risk. And that's a, that's a great point as well. Cause I can do a flip by myself since I had an experience, but why not spread that around, spread the risk around, spread the responsibility around. And now I have, you know, a strong group of people around me where we all put our heads together. It's, it's a very low chance that we're going to fail. Right. Uh, but that's kind of the whole idea of just practicing group, group economics. Group and that's why I call it the name of it is Team Capital. So together, everyone achieves more uh, as the basis. So, no, I really can't wait for us to get started. Definitely starting to look for deals. I can't wait to do the first flip and can't wait to get this rolling. Because it's the same thing like we was talking about earlier. Like, once I do my first flip, all I need to do is see, see it once. You know, even though I did a rehab before, it's like it wasn't a flip. Like, right. I ain't I actually sell the property. Um, or I might try to use the birth strategy and just rent refinance and keep it as a rental so I can get the capital and the cash flow because I'm greedy. I want both of them. Um, But no, I can't, I really can't wait to get it started, but I definitely advise, you know, anyone out there like group up, like, like y'all did with four brothers in Detroit, man, group up. Y'all got to group up. Like your money is going to go so much further. Just imagine being able to invest in your own stuff and invest in something that you really want to do. But you don't necessarily have to put your whole time into it. Minimizing that risk, man, that's super amazing. And that's what working together do. Like, mm-hmm. it might you might not get the a hundred percent all the money, but the is you don't like if you get a hundred percent all the money, you have to put up a hundred percent all the money. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, if you could just minimize that risk working with people, you could scale it so much bigger. Like, you could do bigger, way bigger deals, way big, like way bigger everything. Mm-hmm. So don't don't be that person just want to. Be selfish and just do business all by yourself because you ain't going to get as far as probably as you want for real. You got to blank up and work with people, man. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I know I had I had, I had something else I want to talk to. You. Oh, yeah, doing credit repair, being a credit repair specialist. Mm-hmm. Like, that's major right there. At, at, we had a uh, time right now where a lot of people getting they, was, was getting their credit messed up since they were shorties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but I, I I love I love to ask this question to people that uh, that are credit repair specialists. Like, what's the what's the main things people can do just to just just to just to, just to run that score back up? To run it back up, uh, yeah. Get it honestly, just, like my my best advice, like if you're in a spot where you have you know late payments or derogatory items or bankruptcy, et cetera, et cetera, on your credit, like either consult a professional uh, and an official credit repair business or, you know, purchase a do-it-yourself guy. Um, like Irene just put out a super detailed do-it-yourself credit guy. And if you if you're one of those people where you actually have the time to commit to doing it, because credit repair is something like, you know, it takes time. It's not something like it's an overnight process. You know, you'll see results in 30 to 45 days. But on some items, you might have to follow up, you know, for two, three months. Um, so those are the best things that you can do. But really, the foundation of credit is really money management. Because when you think about it, you know, 35% of your credit score is your payment history. Right. So that's paying your bills on time. You should be solid. <laughs> uh, and then the other 30% is your credit utilization. So not running up your credit cards, but if you're managing your money right, you shouldn't be mad. You shouldn't be running up your credit cards. Um, that's for investment purposes. 
but even then it's ways to kind of finesse it. So really 65% of your credit score is attributed to money management. So first you need to nail down the basics. You need to understand why you got yourself in a situation first, how to get yourself out of it and how to maintain that positive credit afterwards. So I always say people like, even if you go and pay a professional, like you want that professional to either be teaching you, um, teaching you the game basically, or you need to be doing it on yourself. And I really think you should be doing both. Find a professional that teaches and restores your credit. And then, you know, actually be applying that step, that stuff on your own and learning it, learning it yourself as well. And the best way really to evaluate how well you know something is to start teaching it. Like, you don't got to be ex. You don't got to be an expert to start teaching it. Like, think about you know how many individuals out here. They got courses out there, and it might not be the best course. Um, like, it may not be as detailed as some courses, but you know they're trying to teach it. Um, hopefully, they're not coming from a, a a place where they're just trying to get money. Like, they're actually trying to help people. Right. But try to teach it. I always tell people like, if you can't teach it to a, if you can't teach it to a little kid. You you don't know it well enough. You don't need uh, You definitely don't. So, yeah. In terms of cleaning up your credit, like consult a professional or learn a game yourself. Um, if you can, like learning the game yourself is really a big asset because now you can go back and help your family members, especially if you're coming from a low income background. Because nine times out of ten, you come from a low income back low income background. You don't have nobody to go and say, you know, can you help me with my credit? Uh, can you teach me so and so? Um, you, you have to start that now you will be able to be that person in your family that can pass down that knowledge so now it's going to affect you know not only just you and your offspring it's going to affect generations down the line because you you started you uh planted that seed that's important bro that's real man that's real it's uh the last the last topic i want to talk to you about and it's something that i that i see you doing i'm like man this dude doing everything he making money a hundred ways is doing the like uh the eBay and you, you be doing going to yard sales and stuff too, don't you? I don't go to yard sales. Okay. <laughs> I do. So what I t- what I've done um when I'm bored, I go to Ross or like a TJ Maxx or a Marshalls or something like that. And if I see some dope shoes, like I'll grab and they're a decent price. I'll just go on eBay and I'll check like you know. What they run? I get the average amount of the average price that this particular item in this particular size sold for you know for the past month or so and if uh, the numbers work out i have a whole analysis you have to take in when you start on ebay you have to take into account ebay fees um nine times out of ten you're getting that money deposited in the paypal they want they cut so you got to take both of those out um and see if it's still profitable but that's something i do when i'm bored um but it definitely can be profitable but only when it's when you're scaling it like at volume because you know if you're buying a product for 30 bucks and selling it for 65 yeah gross you're grossing like 30 uh yeah you're grossing like 35 but you know once paypal and ebay you know take their fees out that becomes like you know 15 to 20 um but if you're doing that for a thousand items a month then that's when you start seeing the revenue come in. So there's a lot of people out there who are, you know, selling thousands of things on eBay. Uh, it's not easy. It's not hard to do. It's actually relatively easy. But I would say it's really just flipping. Flipping in general is like a huge market. Like I put on Twitter the other day when I saw um, Janae Aiko tickets went out. 
And when I went to try to get some, bro, they were sold out, like, literally everywhere. And I'm like, bro, what? I just missed a huge opportunity. Hell yeah. off even more is because it worked, like, a week or two weeks prior, one of my coworkers was telling me about one of their homies out of New York. He built a whole company around music, hey. uh, music tickets. Like, they literally flipped tickets, and it turned into a million-dollar business. And I'm like, what? Like, there's so many ways to make money. Like, anything that's limited and has a value, like, you can flip, whether that's limited sneakers, limited, you know, music tickets, uh, Bulls games, et cetera, et cetera, like, NBA tickets. Like, you can flip all that. And that's a market that a lot of people probably don't tap into as well. Yeah, I agree, bro. Because especially just out here alone, like, at the, end, the beginning of the season, these basketball tickets, man, they'd be like $300, too. Good seats, $300. As the season starts, time move along, man, they be reselling for $700, 800 like, man, why I ain't buying these tickets? So, but I know the next season, soon, as soon as they announce it, I'm buying about 20 yeah. tickets bro, and just keeping them and reselling them for double the price. Mm-hmm. It's a smart move. And for people, that's just, it's just like, a, like, we, like we keep saying, man. Like, that's part of, like, upgrading your skill set and upgrading that information. Like, yeah. if you get the information, you could do that. They don't take a lot of money to do. If you got, like, a couple hundred dollars, thousand dollars, you could easily get into that industry and mm-hmm. double double, double the money you put into it. Yeah, I was thinking about that earlier. Like, imagine, you know, teaming up with a couple people and y'all just go in on the season tickets for yeah. a great team. Yeah. <laughs> and sell off the tickets, yeah. Like, and I'm sure you can make your money back and y'all can go to some games, y'all. Yeah, you like. games. Right, right. You go to some games, you be like, right, we didn't make money. Let's go to this game. This is LeBron mm-hmm. playing tonight. Let's go see this. Yeah, that's right, bro. That, you just gave me an idea. For real, we need to do that. For real. For real. Let's do it. Yeah, we need to do that because these, these people, these these uh basketball arenas, bro, they be taxing, bro. Especially yeah. football, too. Like, they be, I'm talking the resale tickets, really. They be, and people be buying them every time. So I'm like, oh yeah, I'm I'm, I'm definitely like I said next when next when they release the uh the schedule, I'm on it this next no, week. I know, <laughs> like, you gotta be, cause man, cause they be going quick, they be going quick mm-hmm. too. So you gotta you gotta get them fast, man. And uh, <clears throat> that was pretty much all I had. Did you have anything else you want to go over? Uh, nah, I think that's it. I mean, uh, I got so I just wanted to share um, car rental courses on sale. So if you're interested in making passive income in the car rental industry, you can get it for $55 till the end of today. Uh, this podcast is probably not going to be out, but uh, I'll give you guys, we're going to have to set up an affiliate thing and I'll give all your listeners a special discount code as well. Matter of fact, we're going to call it Millionaire Mindset. I'll set it up after the call. Um, I don't know how much you're going to get off. It's probably going to be like 20% though. So definitely check that out. And if you're interested in house hacking, I'm coming out with a house hacking course next month. You can go to my Instagram at the infamous CPA or on Twitter at the infamous CPA as well. Um, And I have a waiting list in my email for the house hacking course. Um, And then I have a ton of things in my link tree, like the link in my bio, you can get 80 free books. Uh, You can get a free monthly budget spreadsheet. So definitely check those free resources out. Um, yeah, and uh, definitely check out the Double Up podcast. Like, we just had Petway Estates on there talk, you know, real estate. We talk personal and professional development, um, as well as business and investing. Um, so definitely check us out as well. 
If you need your credit repair, like check out the 700 circlecom Like shameless plug. Uh, let me. Am I forgetting anything? I don't even know. <laughs> no, plug but, it uh, all, bro. Plug it all. <laughs> Plug it all. That's why I'm like, niggas, don't forget, plug it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up, bro. Straight up, man. And uh, yeah, man, you already know how we super appreciate appreciative that you came on and top it up. This episode we've been wanting to do for a while. A lot, a lot of good game, a lot of good gems. And for the people that's listening, like you said, definitely follow him on all social media platforms. He always talking about good stuff. So make sure y'all follow him and make sure y'all cop the uh how to make passive income investing in the car rental industry course as well. That's a major course. Like you said, that's cheap, bro. That's like, that's, if you, if you trying to make some extra money, like you ain't got no excuse. Just spend that $50 mm-hmm. and just don't get that course, go through it. So you can start making passive income money through car rentals. I advise everybody to do that. So, yeah. Yes, sir. Appreciate yeah. y'all having me on, man. Like this. Hey, I remember, I remember y'all first couple episodes, bro. I, I remember. remember. I remember those, like, I remember one, you was talking about, like, uh, a woman, it was like, I don't even know, it was like a woman submitting to a man or something like that, and I was, <laughs> I was looking at a lady friend, bro, hey, that's what I knew, it was over with, like, because <laughs> the mindset was just not there, I'm like, yup, yup, <laughs> Yo, that's crazy, yeah, man. That seemed like that was so long ago, but it wasn't, bro. Yeah, it was like a year ago. Or that was like a year ago, bro. It went by so fast, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy, bro. That's crazy. For real. Yeah, I've been listening from the beginning, bro. So definitely super happy to see like y'all growth, bro. Like, man, so many people. And it just it just makes me feel good inside to see like the impact y'all have on the community. Cause I really feel like we like certain people are just becoming family, whether we met in person or right. not. It's like oh, really right. kinda, it's like internet family, bro. Social media oh. is crazy like that. Now everybody's starting to make money together, like, right. you know, building really lifelong relationships, and that's what oh. it's really all about. For real, bro. That's, that's it's so real because I'm. I guarantee you on, on that. I was about to say. I was about to say. Then we meet in person because they feel like I already know you. So, right. <laughs> bro, I'm telling you when I, when I came back to the crib last time when I met Rashana for the first time. I, swear, I told him, I'm like, bro, it feel like I already met you before. Like, it feel like I know you already. Like, it, it be like that for real. So that's, that's real, bro. When you just, just talking to people and just everybody uplifting one another, they want to see each other win. So it was like, mm-hmm. you feel like you know these people already. And when y'all link up, it's just like, y'all been knowing each other for years, man. But, but yeah, man, that's, that's, that's all I got, bro. Appreciate, like I said, appreciate you for coming on, man. Man, thank you for having me again, bro. Yeah. You enjoy the rest of your night. Well, Alright, bro. Yep. And that was another episode of the Million of Mindsets podcast with Brian Robinson. Like I said, he gave out all this information for y'all to follow. And, and wrapping up for those who don't know, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Xavier C. Miller, and you can follow Deanna at Deanna Kent. And that's all we got for y'all. Appreciate y'all for tuning in to another episode. See y'all next episode. Peace. Hey, Pete, tell me up something. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Gotta get your brain right if you're trying to make a million dollars If you ain't gonna do it for yourself, then do it for your mama Only stay surrounded by them people if you know they solid Elevate your hustle up today to double up your profit Trying to learn some game, Xavier gonna talk about it No Deanna, speak that shit that everybody voucher Ain't no more excuses valid, get up off the couch and get up in your bag To your bank account, need an accountant I study millionaires cause I was born a visionary 
still believe in limitations, are you niggas scared? You can't distract me from the paper, I've been chasing greatness. I'm stacking now and balling later in the conversation. We strategizing, monetizing, piling up investments, and sacrificing temporary shit for bigger blessings. Yeah, a tapped in boss mind state. I multiply my grind rate, that match the way I vibrate. Gotta get your brain right if you're trying to make a million dollars. If you ain't gonna do it for yourself, then do it for your mama. Only stay surrounded by them people, if you know they solid. Elevate your hustle up today to double up your profit. Trying to learn some game, Xavier, y'all gon' talk about it. No Deanna, speak that shit that everybody voucher. Ain't no more excuses valid. Get up off the couch and get up in your bag. To your bank account, need an accountant. 